I see with my own naked eye. I gotta cut the cord and fall away. That instinct I can justify. And on, please. Dumois has the whole story. Did, did you it? hear what Dumois, Dumois said? Dumois. Who is it? Oh, can you believe this blind item? Dumois was on that story a long time Sunday ago. Sunday mean celeb sightings with Dumois. I just DM'd Dumois. I cannot believe what I just read about I on Dumois. I need more. I need to hear more. Hello, and welcome to Do You, the show where you'll hear all the latest in celeb gossip and special exclusives that are not shared on my Instagram or anywhere else. I'll be your guide into the world of celeb news, sightings, and secrets. I will be giving you all of the information I have on your favorite topics every week. This week, we're talking about Brad Pitt, Adam Driver, Amy Poehler, Emily Ratajkowski, and Harry Styles, Jacob Elordi and Olivia Jade, Yellowstone, Adele's residency, Justin Bieber, and the seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo. We're discussing all of this with return guest and digital content creator, social commentator, and podcaster, Lex Nico. Let's get started. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, Two Doors Cinema Club, Whitney Cummings, and many more for way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each. Visit livenation.com slash concertweek to buy now. That's livenation.com slash concertweek to buy now. Here on Do You, we do not like misleading info. That's why I do my best to be transparent with the most up-to-date intel on all of your favorite celebs. You can trust that I will never intentionally dupe you. Sadly, in life, we do have to deal with a lot of sneaky terms, annoying bill hikes, and exorbitant fees that we did not anticipate. We call that yada yada. Here on Do You, we do not like yada yada. Now, you could spend all of your time combing through contracts, or you could just skip the hassle and go with a trusted brand like Metro by T-Mobile, helping you to get ahead and not pull you back. That's right. You don't take yada yada from life, so don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. Never settle for less. I know I never do. And now that I don't have to worry about sneaky yada yada, I have time to dedicate my time to making the best content for you guys. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Today's guest... I'm so happy to see her beautiful face. It automatic it automatically put me in a good mood because it's been like a rough couple days on the socials. Um today's guest is a return guest, digital content creator, social commentator and podcaster and my friend. I think we're friends at this point. Of course we are. Lex Hi. Nico. Hi. Hello. I'm so happy you're here. 
I'm so happy to be here. Like this has been a North Star in my already very short but busy week. I was like, I can't wait to just get on the phone and talk some shit. Hi. Hi. I'm so happy to have you back. Thank you for being here. Let's get right into it. Let's just get right into it. Um, I I have a bunch of updates for everyone and a couple of mini topics. Um, But we're going to try to cover everything that's been going on the past week. The first thing that I just want to quickly get through is last week's podcast, in case you missed it, was actually a very controversial podcast. I didn't realize it would be so received so controversially. Mm -hmm. Um, I had the owner of Backgrid Photo Agency on my podcast. I actually read him quotes from one of your TikToks. I don't, you did? I don't, did you listen or no? I haven't listened to the okay. whole episode, no. But I was going to say, obviously, like me coming off the back of that, I know that he, he was your guest, but I'm like, I make so many TikToks that I'm not surprised that it was controversial because every time I post a TikTok about Backgrid, people lose their minds. Right. Which is why I thought like, hey, great idea. Let's get him on. Let's clear up some misconceptions. Um, People did not believe a word he said. And I want to say like I wouldn't have wasted my time and money because, you know, the videos to be totally transparent, the videos that I create for my podcast, I pay for. I wouldn't have wasted Mm -hmm. my, my time and money to create those videos if I thought he was lying. I've had several conversations with this man I asked him about specific paparazzi pictures. I did not ask him about all paparazzi pictures that ever existed. I did not Mm -hmm. ask him about all Kardashian paparazzi pictures that ever existed. I asked him about specific pictures. And I asked him about specific pictures because I knew he wouldn't be able to disclose the ones that were set up. For example, I did not ask him about a picture of Kim and Pete. I mean, I think we can all sort of decipher that a lot of those, if not most of them, were set up. Am I wrong? Or it's like, is he saying the opposite? Or is he saying like, they're just so naturally popular. Why wouldn't we send out a paparazzi? Okay. So about the specific pictures I asked him about, and if you guys didn't listen, it was last week's episode. Or if you couldn't listen, somebody said, I couldn't get through the episode. He was lying so much. I was like, oh my God. (laughs) And it was just like, you guys, like, I feel like I'm so transparent about everything. Like if I think someone's lying, I say they're lying. If I don't know the information about something. I say, I don't know. For example, I don't know shit about Selena and Zane. People keep mm-hmm. asking me. I have no idea what's going on there. I'm not pretending to be an expert. I'm not pretending to be a know-it-all. But I know for a fact he wasn't lying about the paparazzi pictures I specifically asked him about. So much to the point where he offered to have one of the photographers of one of the paparazzi pictures I asked him about come on my podcast to answer questions about it. So I just think, yeah, I just think that people always want to believe the worst. And I guess like, especially when it has to do with couples that they don't approve of, like Harry and Olivia or the Mm -hmm. Kardashians, which a lot of people, you know, they're a hot topic. A lot of people have a lot to say about them. Um, But yeah, no, he wasn't saying every single paparazzi picture ever taken was natural he was just saying a lot more are natural than what people think and the reason for that is which I didn't get into because you know I didn't realize people would be Be so so opposed to this information but you know people were asking like how are they able to capture these moments you know and I think 
it's because they are essentially following them all day. They don't know mm-hmm. what they're going to get. You know, they didn't know Kim was going to cry in that car. They were just yes. following Kim and Kanye and happened to get a picture of her being upset, which to them, you know, whether you hate or love the business of paparazzi is worth a lot of money. It's worth their job to kind of yes. uh, like sort of like stake out, you know yes. what I mean? Yes. We heard a lot about this, not necessarily with Backward, but back in like the Britney Spears documentary. I think it was last year. Did that documentary come out where they were talking about how they would like sit and like follow her everywhere, but also like sit outside her home, sit outside if she was in a restaurant and like speed chase her down the road. Like I totally hear that. But I do think now there is more of a relationship between paparazzi and celebrity not in every capacity but like I also knew a lot of background information because I had a photographer dming me about stuff like um so that's where I would get some of my insight from but to your point everything that I am saying also we should take with a grain of salt right like I just think like sometimes we overindulge in what we say or you you might hear what I'm saying as like a singular piece as a general piece and then things just snowball out of control. But I'm not surprised that the backgrid conversation is extremely like controversial because people just want to assume the worst in celebrities, especially and in those instances. Right. Yes. I mean, that's like what I learned from this. I didn't I, I'll be honest. I did not know it would be so controversial. And I've also talked to photographers as well. And I will say like a photographer will have a different point of view than the owner of Backgrid because Backgrid is a distribution agency. So they're getting the pictures from the photographers. Now they have close relationships with photographers. So they are able to know, you know, the background of many of your favorite paparazzi pictures, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean they know the background of all of them. And, you know, maybe, my guest last week was making general statements, but I think you kind of have to like, if you know how it works, maybe people don't know how it works. Maybe people don't know that like the photographers are selling the pictures to Backgrid essentially. I think that's how, I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Yeah. They're licensing the pictures and to Backgrid. People just, people just want to believe that every celebrity relationship is fake well, or yes. calculated. And yes, a lot of them are, but like some of them aren't. And uh, like, I don't know. I think it all stems from that too, right? Like, yes, it did. It did stem from that because I did ask him about the Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles wedding pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, that's not why I brought this up. But if you guys are interested, <laughs> you can go back and listen to it. Um, but it's also, okay, mini therapy sesh. Yeah, I mean, listen, you're. I don't care if people disagree, but you know, people were being really, really aggressive, and in which case, you're gonna get blocked. Like, I don't. Yeah, I don't like being called a liar. I'm not lying. I don't like you know people undermining my intuition because you know that's what I built this business on essentially. So it it just gets, it gets frustrating for me. I find it. I'm going to be, I'm probably going to now get dragged myself, but I'm going to be like a little controversial here. We're like, I am going to come to your defense a little bit here where it frustrates me when I see, I'm like reading your stories and you're posting and sometimes you'll post to defend yourself, which is right, the right thing to do. But people are like, oh, you're paying, the Kardashians are paying you, you're on Chris's salary, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, do people really think 
that you yes they really believe this now you're you're an opinionated person yes yeah it's nuts thank you for saying that I'm literally anyone who says it I'm literally blocking I'm not even like at this point I'm not even responding with a comment because it's so ridiculous I like the Kardashians I've said that multiple times I've never ever hidden that fact I think that Kendall and Kylie can be a little bratty but I like Kim Kardashian and I've never hidden that fact and the fact that people think that they pay me is just like where is the intelligence level there? You know, like, how do they think I'm getting paid? Like, is Chris <laughs> Venmoing me? Am I sending an invoice? I don't even post about the Kardashians. Like, do they get an invoice? Like, every time I post about them? It's just, like, so ridiculous. I'm so, I'm glad you brought that up because I don't like, to, I really don't like to respond to trolls. And I don't right. like to respond to troll comments, especially on my Instagram account. Because that's not, people don't want to see that. You know, like, people want to hear the the celebrity news but when it gets to a point where like I can't handle it anymore like where I need to say something I'm a human being you know there's only so much I could take like I need to say something and good that you stand up for yourself oh yeah and I don't care like you know I I have no problem standing up for myself zero like I literally have zero problem standing up for myself you can't be in this position and have an issue with people talking shit about Mm -hmm. you and there's so many lies out there I've actually never really read anything about myself personally that was true um so I I, I, you can't fight them all like you know what I mean but exactly but that one just for some reason it's just so dumb that well, I always laugh because I'm like, me. you're always like, I would have so much more money. Like, well, it also <laughs> undermines again. It undermines like what I'm doing. I spend exactly. I spend hours a day reading and responding to DMs so much to the point where like I ignore all other life responsibilities. <laughs> so you're telling me that I work with publicists where I could just pick up the phone and text someone to get an answer on, on what to post. Like that's what people really think. I mean, no, it's like, ridiculous. It, like there, there are days where like my fingers cramp from like holding oh my, my phone gosh. and like texting. And I'm, I'm just saying this because like, it's the truth. And it's like it. And when people are like, you work with publicists and you're paid by the Kardashians and, you know, your account is is all just like pu- what publicists push. Like it, it just it gets under my skin because it couldn't be further from the truth. Like I exactly. wish that publicists would reach out and I would be able to very easily dispel some rumors that are sent my way. But it's not that easy. Like I have to spend time like, you know, on the ground, reaching out to people, responding to DMs, reading to DMs to get to the bottom of things sometimes. And I'll be honest. And I've I've been honest about this. I've only posted twice things that have come from publicists. One time was about oh Harry and Megan. And I was very clear. I did a Q&A. And I said on the yes. Q&A, this is coming from Harry and Megan's side. Mm-hmm. How much more fucking clear can you be? And the <laughs> other the other time, I'm not going to say because um, I don't want to out that relationship. Mm-hmm. But it was another big point on my Instagram account. It was it might have even been in a podcast episode where the information came from a publicist about a huge A-list celebrity. Two times. Two times. That's it. I don't really have any reason to lie about this, but I'm just so sick of hearing this narrative. And if you continue to message me and leave comments 
alluding blocked. to blocked. Like I have like a, I, I love blocking people now because it just like weeds out the idiots. And it must be so nice. Cause you're just like, wait, I actually don't have to deal with this. No, like, you're just I like, have a choice here. Yeah. And it's like, you know, when people, and some people will be like, why are you blocking everyone? It's like, why am I blocking everyone? Like I'm protecting my peace. Like that's why I'm blocking people. Rant over. But the whole love reason it. for me to bring up back right is because I asked controversial guest from last week what (laughs) restaurants in Los Angeles the paparazzi hang out at and somebody asked me to ask about New York City um so I asked him um off air about New York City and Mm -hmm. this was the list of restaurants in New York City he noted as places where the paparazzi will check out stake out looking for celebrities um Carbone Carbone, obvious one, yes. Um, Balthazar. Oh. The Bowery Hotel. Yes. Also very obvious. Um, Bar Pity. Mm-hmm. Cipriani. Yep. Downtown. Um, I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> um, this one I was a little surprised about, but he said the Polo Bar. Really? I mean, there's tons of celebrities that go there, but I've never seen a paparazzi picture of a celebrity outside of the polo bar. And maybe I'm wrong. I just didn't recognize the background. Um, I wonder if they have some sort of agreement where it's like they can be down the street, but not right outside the door. Perhaps. Or something. Perhaps. And the last one, Zero Bond, which is a private restaurant slash lounge. So I just wanted to get that list out there. Um, sorry for the rant, guys. I hate ranting. I hate being negative. It's just like sometimes you got to just get sometimes stuff off your valid, chest. Like I said, and you have to stand up for yourself. And again, it comes back to the back grid thing where it's like people say that about you, but people also are just like choosing to believe that about everything with back grid. So it's like, you can't change people's minds. Yes, that's a good point. People are going to believe what they want to believe, and I can't change their mind. I just don't want to be called a liar or naive when I have a guest on my podcast who I've researched. That's it. That's all. Done. Mic drop. Ferris, what do you think one of the biggest health challenges? Oh, for sure. Weight management. Exactly. Yo-yo dieting, losing weight, putting it back on. Trying the latest fad, it not working. Exactly. Feeling like a failure. Feeling like a failure is the worst feeling when it comes to weight loss. And then getting discouraged. What if I told you I knew of something that could help with this? I would 100% want to know. The Roe Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. That's amazing. And I love how it's over a year. That's so important for sustainability. Exactly. The slow weight loss. The slow burn. <laughs> over 200,000 people have already chosen Roe to help them lose weight. Roe Body Program members have support throughout the process. Roe's partner handles all of the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. You can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. This means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting room. That sounds amazing, especially for parents not having to 
yeah leave home or people that work yeah having to get that appointment how convenient Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year, like I said, with healthy lifestyle changes. It's important to note that you do have to pair both. Um, BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to row.co slash do. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash D-E-U-X. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Let's talk about Adele. Someone messaged me. I don't know if this information is out there. I tried Googling. I didn't find anything that she is putting a six month hold on her residency. What? Okay, so it's not announced. She just started. Yes, she canceled it, then she resurrected it, restarted, and, uh, restarted it. it, and now there's going to be a six-month hold. This person asked me if I thought it was because of a possibility of a little one on the way. Now, if you're behind, that was a rumor that somebody sent mm-hmm. in via blind item, And it got back to her and she addressed it at one of her shows. She said, I heard there's a rumor out there that I'm pregnant and I'm not pregnant. I've just been eating bread or something like that. She said, um, (laughs) not pregnant, just eating good. Yeah. So what I want to say is if in fact this six month hold is true, I think it's for her wedding. I think because she's getting married this summer. So I think that's why she would take a break and potentially, come back after you know the wedding festivities are over honeymoon now as far as her um you know expanding her family I I have heard that is something that you know she would like so that could potentially happen too after the wedding but I don't think that that's the reason for the six-month hold I also just feel like Adele is very you know like if she's like oh I you know, some celebrities would be like, well, I'm going to hold off on getting married till I've done like a year of the residency under my belt. Like, I feel like she is very much in a place in her career and life where she's like, no, I want to get married now. So I am going to, you know, put a pin in that residency because I know it'll be there when I come back. And so it doesn't surprise me if it's the wedding factor. Yeah, that's a good point. I see that about her as well. The next brief item I just want to cover is Jacob Elordi and Olivia mm-hmm. Jade. Um, I posted a picture yes. of them because somebody asked and people were like, who are these people? So let me just, for people who don't know, let me just um, recap. <laughs> Jacob Elordi is um, very well known for starring in the show Euphoria on HBO. He's also going to be in the new Elvis movie. There's a second Elvis movie coming out. Oh, and- yes. I forgot about that. And his claim to fame was The Kissing Booth. Oh, right. The kissing booth was before Euphoria, correct? And he will be in the upcoming new Elvis movie. If I were him, I would not want to follow in Austin Butler's shoes. I feel like those are big shoes to fill. 
But why are they even making another Elvis movie? Like, they did it with Austin Butler. It had an Oscar run. They always do this. There's always two of everything. Do you know that there's another Elizabeth Holmes show or movie coming did out? It, but didn't Jennifer Lawrence say she doesn't want to do it because Amanda Seyfried did such a phenomenal job that she was like, there's no point? So didn't she back out of it? Oh, it's canceled? I'm not rumor? sure. I, I didn't think it was canceled, but you could be right. I'm not I'm not 100% sure. I thought she said, like, I'm, what's the point? I mean, I agree with her. What's the point? <laughs> Tenfold. <laughs> okay. Also, Jennifer Lawrence, God, I'm not prepared for this because I didn't know we'd be talking about Jennifer Lawrence. She's in an upcoming comedy yep. that I saw a trailer for, and it looks really, really good. It looks unhinged. Because it's this movie where she's like supposed to be dating a teen yes. who needs a car to be an Uber driver. <laughs> yes. No hard feelings. No hard feelings. Yes, that's it. You guys, it looks really funny. Like, good for J-Law. Because, you know, she's it like looks funny. Insane. All right. So <laughs> it does look insane when you like. Re- In a good way. No, I know. I totally agree. Um, let's get back to Jacob. P- somebody asked if yes. he was still dating Olivia Jade. Okay, so Olivia Jade, for those who don't know, is Lori Lachlan's daughter. Lori was the actress who was accused of paying off USC to get Olivia in. So Olivia and Jacob dated. Um, mm-hmm. Somebody <laughs> asked what's up with them because they haven't been seen together in a while. And somebody wrote in and said, he says they broke up. I've heard she still says they're together, but he's definitely been dating around. Stop it. Do you think this is one of those instances where it wasn't a clean break? And maybe they're still hooking up. Yes. Or they're like, in her mind, she's like, oh, well, we are going to like figure it out and get back together. And he's like, "Mm, we're done. But like, I'm down to clown if the mood strikes. Um, And, you know, this goes back to your chart with all of the (laughs) casual sex, casual dating, monogamous, like... They're probably in two different buckets themselves. (laughs) Yes, I totally agree. Yeah, like he's thinking in one bucket and she's thinking in another bucket. Exactly. Their buckets are not. Their buckets are not. They're not matching. They don't even overlap. No. Um, But they're hot. Like they were such a like hot, tall Gen Z couple. I was just like, even I'm like, I don't care really who you are. And Olivia Jade, like. Yeah, your mom really, like, you guys did a bad thing. But I'm like, I always enjoyed seeing the pictures of them being super hipster on, like, the east side of L.A. and Silver Lake, getting their coffee with their dogs. Like, I loved them as a couple, aesthetically. So you're sad about this potential breakup, I take it? I mean... I'm not going to lose sleep over it, but I'm going to miss the photos. And I want okay. I want one of them to have, like, a new rebound. Like, I could, I could pencil in some drama there. Well, Jacob Alordi has a new rebound. It's his new bag that he's been carrying around. Have you seen it? Oh, my God. I need to look this up. I mean, his whole vibe. I'll post the picture. Um, Paparazzi caught him outside somewhere in L.A. And he's in like, let me describe the picture. If you guys, I mean, I'm not I'm not making fun of him, by the way. Like his whole outfit is a vibe. It's very L.A. But he's wearing this tote bag so I posted that photo on my stories and I was like it looks like Justin Bieber and Pedro Pascal had a child a very tall child with his mustache and he's in like the Goyard bag (laughs) it looks like he's holding his mom's purse (laughs) that's what it looks like he's holding and 
for a minute, I thought like, is he maybe holding someone else's bag? But somebody sent me a sighting this week and they were like, saw Jacob Elordi, him in his new bag, <laughs> his new bag. <laughs> so like, this is something that's like part of his look now. I'm here for it. I like a man purse. It's like when Joey had the man purse on Friends. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's not Goyard. It looks like Bottega. Yeah, it looks like Bottega. Yeah. Um, okay. Love it. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> is dying to get any updates on the seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Yes. Did you read that book? I read that book and also I'm behind, but I read like Daisy Jones and the six and I just started watching that and I'm sure that's been talked about already. But like the Taylor Jenkins Reid cinematic like book universe is so incredible. So read all of her books. I just have to say that. Okay, that's good Carry to on. know. Yes. Um, Daisy Jones <laughs> and the Six is also something that people keep asking me about, but there's no drama from that cast. No. None. Zero. You guys, I've asked, I've checked, I've posted about it, you know, people looking for information. There's nothing. It was like harmonious. Um, but Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo by Taylor Jenkins Reid. Um, people are wondering what's going on with the adaptation of that Everyone is dying to know about the casting. Um, I posted actresses who have already received the scripts. Okay. Now, there is someone on this list that people were questioning. Let me read you the list just in case you guys okay. missed this post. These are the actresses who have already received the script of Evelyn Hugo, according to a Reddit movie insider. Um, for Evelyn, uh, Isa Gonzalez, Selena Gomez, Rita Moreno, Rachel Zegler, and Camila Cabello. Um, for Cecilia, Sadie Sink, Isla Fisher, Natalia Rudakova, and Bryce Dallas. Now, I posted the list just being like, you know, does anyone know, like, what's up with this yeah. list? And a couple people wrote in, fake, it's fake. Somebody wrote in that they had heard. Somebody was like, Rita Moreno, isn't she like 95? So they didn't believe it because her name was on the list. But actually, out of everyone on the list, I got confirmation that, yeah, she did receive the script from a reliable I mean source. So... To me, she actually makes sense. If you've read the book, like it goes over the course of a lifetime. So like she might not have a huge role in it, but I remember originally that people were talking about like Catherine Zeta-Jones and blah, blah. And I was like, Catherine Zeta-Jones is like still too young for one part of the book in my mind, like or what I envisioned. So Rita makes more sense to me for like a specific role, like a specific portion of the role. Yeah, for some reason, people were were calling out her name in my DMs. Like, why would she get the script? Which is so funny because, again, it just goes to prove to you, like, the things that people don't believe are true are always mm -hmm. the things that wind up being true. For example, I posted a video citing of Kate Moss in Austin. And people were writing in, like, that's not Kate Moss. Like, that looks like Kate Moss, like, 20 years and ago. And Austin Butler? No. Kate Moss in Austin. Oh, in Austin. Sorry, sorry. I was <laughs> like, wait, okay. what? Another supermodel? No, 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 no. <laughs> in the city of Austin. And I had heard that Kate had taken some time off from her life mm -hmm. to get her shit together. And, you know, maybe that included a little bit of like a tweak here and a tweak there. So yeah. I believed 100% it was her, but people were like, that is not her. Now, if you guys want to see the video, it's in my highlights from last week's Sunday Spotted. Cut to somebody messaging me 
that people have been seeing her all over Austin. And okay. That, and so that it was she absolutely her. Yeah. And that she supposedly moved there. So it's like the things that people always question. And it's also the ones that are so quick to jump on being fake. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, God. Girl. Yeah. You don't have to tell me. <laughs> I do have some bad news about Evelyn Hugo. Now, this is just. Oh, a- no. This is just alleged, um, but somebody wrote in and said there's a chance the plug gets pulled on Evelyn Hugo. There are disagreements about the necessity for a queer Latinx consultant that may result in the pulling of the rights to the book. Whoa. Okay. So they're essentially, I would assume then, like, maybe Taylor Jenkins, she's an executive producer, her production company, want that um, consultant. And yeah, so I'm sure that that's probably um, what is happening. And maybe it really comes down even to, like, one of the streaming services, like, not wanting to pay for it. Or it could be the other way around. Very interesting. Right. Yes. Um, they didn't want to give too much information on that because if, in fact, that is a reason, it's, it would obviously be a controversial one. Mm-hmm. Um, so they didn't say too much, just exactly what I read. So TBD on that, guys. Everyone asks me literally every week about this movie. So I just wanted to give any updates I had. No, this is great. I also saw in your Sunday spot yesterday that didn't somebody post right after you were like, oh, that list is fake, that Ana de Armas did receive a script? Yes. Was that true? Or as far as we know? I'm going to say as far as I know, I do think it is true because from the beginning of this whole adaptation talk and casting, her name was a consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, her name was always brought up. So I'm going to say that I believe the person who sent in that message had reliable information about Anna Darmus. Oh, I hope so. I mean, I really, really want this movie to get made. Like, I, again, love all of her books. She also just had a new, another movie, a book turned into a movie, One True Loves, which like is not getting as much visibility, but Simu uh, Liu is starring in it. And I forget the guy from The Holiday with Emma Roberts. (laughs) Oh, the Australian guy? Yes. Yeah. So um, that's another really good book that they've turned into a movie. But it's weird because it's like you had Daisy Jones in the six. That was like everyone was talking about. And now this other Taylor Jenkins Reads uh, adaptation has, is coming out in a movie and like no one's talking about it as much. But for the fans, there is a movie coming out to fill our time between Daisy Jones and Evelyn Hugo. OK, thanks, Lex, for You're that welcome. info. <laughs> Such a book nerd. No, I love it. <laughs> The next show I want to talk about is Yellowstone. Somebody okay. sent in a message regarding Paley Fest this weekend. Mm-hmm. There was a panel, a Yellowstone panel, and... I was there. Oh, my God. So I heard... So somebody sent me a message, and they said nobody who was supposed to be on the panel was there, and that people were shouting, where are they? Where are they? From the balcony. Stop. Is that true? Yes, that was that was happening. And I was, it was so awkward because the secondary characters are also amazing and really cool, but obviously everyone was assuming that, like, the character that played, the actress that played Beth was going to be there, that Kevin Costner was going to be there, that um, Taylor Sheridan was going to be there, who wrote the show and was, like, the head Mm -hmm. of the show, like, 
it was very, very unnerving to see like people that were like very, very low on the call sheet a little bit. You know what I mean? And it's not that they weren't great. It was nice, but it, there was were some titters around the audience. You know? Wow. Did they give a reason for why the other people weren't there? They gave like a one sentence, like due to production schedules, uh, Kevin Costner and other actors will not be able to the slotted actors will not be able to make an appearance but we have other amazing guests lined up for you and it was like very much presented as like an aside and then they brought the other actors on and everyone was like oh what oh my god that's so hard for everybody that's like so hard for the fans when you're like expecting one thing and you got the other but then it's also so hard for the talent and they're like we're just out here trying to help Man, like, this might be the only show I get on. (laughs) Especially, and one of the actresses who plays the villain on the show, like, she's widely hated by, like, the audience. You know, she's like the Joffrey Mm -hmm. on Game of Thrones. She's like a villain. And people, like, were booing her as she came out. And I was like, I was like, okay, let's not boo an actress who's doing an incredible job because you wouldn't hate her if she wasn't a good actress, you know? Exactly. That means she's doing her job very, very well. Yeah, I... Literally, I was appalled by the, well, the demographic of the audience is like older people, like Mm -hmm. moms, dads. So like the etiquette was varying in this space, but it was pretty full. And I think a lot of people were excited about Kevin Costner. So that was awkward for sure. Well, thank you, Danny. That was my producer, Danny. (laughs) Thank you for your input. First hand tea. Uh, yeah, straight straight from the uh, event. I love it. Uh, well, I did briefly post about this, and somebody wrote in saying TBD when Yellowstone will return, but confirming there will be the next part of season five sometime this fall or winter. Okay. I have a question because I fell off. I'm one of these. I'm probably the exception. I fell off of Yellowstone, like beginning of season four. How many more, like, it felt like they were telling the same story in different ways. Has it continued to, like, maintain its storyline? Or is it just so visually beautiful and people love the characters that they're, like, so ingrained and committed to it? Danny, do you want to take that? I don't watch Yellowstone. <laughs> I think I I also fell off literally in the later seasons a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it's... I, it's a show that I think has really phenomenal writing and yeah. great actors and amazing performances. So I think when a show is as popular and as kind of game-changing as Yellowstone, people are going to want to keep the show around with star makers like, you know, yes. Kevin Costner and all the different rip. things. Everyone so I wouldn't be surprised back. if they're heading to like a wrap-up, especially with the other prequels that came out, like 1883 mm-hmm. and 1923, which were, you know, big hits. And I think more like critically received better than Yellowstone, honestly, those those limited series that came became prequels. So I think Taylor might have his sights set on more prequels and like what's the story of the family before, you know, they became the Yellowstone family that we know and love today. So I think they might wrap up Yellowstone, but I don't know from the production standpoint, but it doesn't seem like 
it's been going on a while and you know like four to five seasons is really long in the streaming mm -hmm. age it's very long so um i think it's a great show but yeah i think taylor has many other stories to tell because he's a phenomenal writer yeah and wasn't he a real ranch hand too like he he's a cowboy through yes. and through yeah i was saying he was like filming on a horse riding like like, that is also very cattle. interesting of all of the series, like that you're getting it from that perspective and he's writing from that sort of like firsthand POV. I think that's why it comes across so authentic is mm -hmm. because he is a cowboy and he trains his actors like cowboys. Like they said that they were out there like branding cattle. Oh my um, God. Like actually roping pigs, cows, like he was making them do it. And so that's why the show, like you feel like you're a cowboy. In, in oh Montana yeah, it's super authentic. He's a, he's a real cowboy from Montana. Oh, so. No, maybe we're going to have to pick it back up to close it out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why not? Well, I asked someone if they had heard why Kevin was a no-show for the panel. And they said, just continued ongoing drama with his contract and Tyler Sheridan and just ceaseless, endless shenanigans. I didn't ask what the shenanigans were because I knew if it was something considered like defamatory towards Kevin Costner, I probably wouldn't have been able to repeat them. <laughs> but somebody maybe is a little bit of a diva, right? Which well, maybe I older. Yeah, actor. I didn't even ask. So I have no idea what they mean. I know people are going to be pissed that I didn't ask. Let me see if I can get like a G rated version of what the shenanigans are for next week. Um, but somebody else wrote in and said that they heard from an executive producer of the show that Kevin Costner hates doing the show but they are paying him stupid money so he kind of can't say no but he really doesn't want to do it anymore so maybe the shenanigans have to do with him just like stomping his feet because he doesn't want to fucking yeah. do it oh my god could you imagine I mean I guess it's like being contractually obligated to a job that you hate or you make such good money that like you can't let it go but you actually despise doing it like I feel like sometimes I always forget that, you know, actors, these are, this is their job too. And like, yes, it's like a dream job in some capacity, but it's still a fucking job. <laughs> no, I totally agree with you. I couldn't agree with you more. There's a sighting that was sent in via email that I just want to read because I thought okay. it was really interesting. I have no information. Maybe somebody listening would be able to shine some light I think it's interesting because I never really bought this relationship and let me read you the sighting oh. I saw Brad Pitt at blank in Santa Barbara yesterday they asked me not to name the place so mm -hmm. perhaps that means they work there which maybe that means the sighting is a little more viable I just put two and two together anyways okay. It said he was with a brunette and they pulled up on a motorcycle early in the a.m ordered two burritos and left. The woman definitely did not look like his rumored girlfriend, Inez de Ramon. I don't know if they're just friends, but they seemed very comfortable with each other, if that makes sense. And we're laughing. And the person says, is this tea? And I kind of, th <laughs> <laughs> they're so cute. I kind of think it is. Everyone was still stuck on the fact that he was seen with Inez a couple months ago. So they're just. Yeah, weren't they in Mexico yeah, but, on vacation? But I think that was like a month ago. And you know, in Hollywood yeah. time, a month is like That's a like year. Two years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So who knows who Brad Pitt is dating at this point? So I'm just I guess I'm just reading that to potentially report that him and Inez maybe are done. Yeah. And like again, to your point, if this person didn't want to disclose where they spotted them, it must have been or could have potentially been a first hand account. Correct. Right? In which case 
we're not putting ourselves if we are in that community um, at risk of being outed. So I'm very interested. Yeah, me too. If to anyone, see what happens. Yeah, if anyone knows, like if Brad Pitt and Inez are donezo, let me know. Because I, oh my God. I never bought that relationship. I thought it was so random and weird. Like, yes, they obviously hung out together. That was documented. But I just don't think it was as serious as the I media agree. portrayed. That's all. I agree. I don't think it was it serious. I think that perhaps, and again, this could come down to somebody's publicist, like maybe they were portraying it as more serious for Brad's benefit because like, you know, he is going through all of the controversy with Angelina and his children and they were actively working to kind of like repair his image when you looked at like the bullet train PR and press and all that stuff. So like maybe it was just made to be more serious when it was really casual. Like if I were her, I'd be down to have casual connection with Brad Pitt I'm getting divorced I had a hot husband like I'm in and my hot husband is now dating a 20 year old model yeah wait is he yeah I saw him at the U.S. Open in like a suite and I was like you are the most beautiful man like he was making eye contact Paul Wesley was making eye contact with me and I like couldn't even look at him in the eye I think you told this story last time you were I think I did (laughs) Am I okay? <laughs> Please don't let this get back to him. Wait, so I, I have a huge crush it. on Paul Leslie. Wait, I, I love that you that this that that scenario like is ingrained in you that you just like look. I I can I'm imagining you're turning red right now. Are you blushing? I am. I'm like getting warm because do I like these like celebrities and people like don't they don't have this effect on me but I was like holy shit I can't look you in the eye well I think I said this last time but I'll repeat it again can I tell you that he is one of the nicest people oh I love hearing that you have no idea like he is so nice what you're saying is I could have gone up and talked to him and I should have shot my shot 100 percent 100 percent well To your point about headlines and the media making things out to seem something that they're not, let's quickly talk about this headline that came out today, an exclusive on Daily Mail. Emily Ratajkowski reveals she has been secretly dating Harry Styles for two months. Two months. What? How did she reveal that? Just to back up, it was an exclusive in Daily Mail and literally every single publication is picking this up. Yeah. Um, except for People Magazine, which makes sense. What does that tell you? So in the Daily Mail article, it says, speaking on a podcast recorded on March 9th, two weeks before she was spotted kissing Harry in Japan, she gushed, I just started dating someone that I think I like, so that's different. I was like, he's kind of great. Um, so they somebody's taking a quote. The Daily Mail mm-hmm. is taking a quote from her podcast and doing their sort of like fucked up math the podcast was reported on March 9th and she said she'd been dating this person for two months so that means that she would have started dating him on February 9th she broke up with Eric Andre on February 14th okay but here's the thing did her and Eric Andre break up on Valentine's Day or could she have still been dating him March 9th and that's who she was referring to and then they broke up so she had a sloppy little make out with Harry Styles did they did they confirm break up on Valentine's Day um well he posted that picture the naked picture yes. of her on Valentine's Day I was told 
now this was all alleged i don't know if it's true that he did so without her permission and she was pissed oh shit yeah and it just is really weird that how a couple weeks leading up to that she was seen out with him making out at a restaurant you know hanging out so she was definitely seeing eric yeah and i don't peg her as a quote-unquote cheater right like i don't know again how serious her and eric were if they could date other people whatever but like i don't think that the way that she takes such a strong stance on things like she would do that well this is the thing that i don't get which none of these media outlets are reporting um regardless of how good of a friend emily and olivia were because i don't think they're friends anymore mm-hmm I think Emily knew the deal between Harry and Olivia, which was that they were still in contact. They were still talking. There was sort of an openness to their relationship. So as a friend, even like, you know, a level one friend. As an acquaintance. As an acquaintance. You don't go after somebody's ex. Yeah. So that's just, it just doesn't add up. And, you know, I asked a reporter about this this morning and they were like this is this is bs like there's no way this could be true i'm trying to get more information because i just think the headline i don't know i i don't know if it's emily's team maybe putting it out there to sort of cover for her to make it seem like she's not you know like you know not for a lack of a better term home wrecker yeah i was going to say that i was going to say that <laughs> i was going to say home wrecker but you know i don't think she's necessarily a home wrecker maybe a friend wrecker not a home wrecker if yes. that makes sense um so anyway i just wanted to you know everyone's asking about it so i just wanted to touch upon it i don't have any other additional information other than the fact that it doesn't make sense because as olivia's acquaintance slash friend Emily knew the deal between her and Harry so to do something like that to another friend I think is pretty yeah and I guess I'm just like I don't know like uh, Emily at all in terms of like her personality or things like I actually don't hear a lot of like tea on her but like from what I see of her in like the public I just feel like in the way that she is so um like she is so like assertive and direct in her opinion sometimes like it would probably like bode better for her to just like own it you know so it's I I just find it kind of odd and I feel it makes me feel bad for everyone involved because like it's just doing nobody any favors plus that kiss was like so my lady boner is gone you know (laughs) I know everyone's saying that I mean I guess yeah I see it I don't know it just feels like she's kind of two-faced yes yes I mean that that's that I agree with. I had no reaction to the kiss. I know a lot of people did, but I just think this new headline is really suspect. I I and don't you think th- her camp might have somebody suggested that to me because what what else would be the reason for it? You know, Olivia's not talking. Harry's team is, you know, famously very tight-lipped. So who's feeding this information? And it would be so weird for the Daily Mail, even though they're not like the best publication, but it would be weird for them to pull a story from March 9th now. Well, not you know? really. Clicks. Really? Clicks. But also if it's an exclusive, they had to like get that from somebody. Am I fair to say yes, that? Yes. Yeah. Well, somebody had to literally say to them, it could have been like Emily's 
neighbor. It could have been the guy yeah. at the bodega who sells Emily her milk. Like it could be anyone. A source is anyone, right? So yes, they they had to have gotten it from somewhere. Um, but that doesn't mean that that person is reliable. Like their headline's not going to read exclusive. This is an unreliable source. <laughs> you know, they're not. <laughs> but, we made this up. Right? Exactly. We totally <laughs> pulled this out of our ass. Like, listen, like, I I get the deal now because I see it. Like, I see which one of my posts, and I'm sure you're in the same boat. You see which one of your posts performs the best. Like, whoever you're talking about performs the best. Now, for me, even though people say that I'm on the Kardashian payroll and, I, you know, whatever Mm -hmm. they say, it's the Kardashians, which is so weird to me because I rarely post about them. So I said, I actually said to my friend the other day, I said, do you think the Kardashians have a deal with like TikTok and Instagram to push any information about them? Because I rarely post about them. You know, everyone complains about them. You know, people talk so much shit about them. Why are my posts about them getting the most? I guess so. It's bizarre. They get the biggest, biggest views. It's so wild. Like I used to post about them. Majority of my TikTok content was about the Kardashians. And like, you know, you get niched in at the beginning and blah, blah, blah. And I've tried to like expand out of that. But I'm like, anytime I post them, it's like crazy guaranteed number of views. Like, and I don't know if they have a deal or anything, but like, I think it's still that fascination. Where it's like people are still fascinated by them. I think it's so weird. Like, and listen, this is not, this is all public. Like you can go on my TikTok, you Mm -hmm. can go on my reels, you could see what my views are and their views, the views of the videos about them are the highest, even more than Harry. Like they get more views than Harry. Did you also see, um, Courtney and Travis after all of this with them being like, we're not going to share a wedding on the show, blah, blah, blah. They have a wedding special on, on Hulu, April 13th. I saw her post about her wedding. I thought it was it, it was promoting the show. It's promoting a different show. Um, wedding special. Till death do us part. Wedding special. One year anniversary after tying the knot in Italy. Okay. Well, there you go. Good for them. Good for them. And you know what? This is so interesting. I, I know I'm getting off topic now, but like there's been so much rumors and they kind of like hinted at it in the trailer for the next season of the Kardashians where it's like, Courtney is like kind of doing her own thing and moving into her own world with Travis. And I wonder if this is a way for them to make some bank. Oh, a spinoff. Yeah. Yeah. (gasps) With his kids. And her kids. Oh my God. I would watch that in a second. Like the Brady Bunch. Yes. He's no stranger to reality TV either, right? That's such a good point. Mm-hmm. See, I don't know. I don't know these things because I don't follow what the Kardashians are doing. So I even <laughs> you're like, I don't like them that much. Please stop. <laughs> yelling even at though me they think them. that Chris is like my boss, like I didn't. <laughs> that's a good, good point. Um, well, I did a little poll on okay. uh, on uh, Instagram because I had posted that Chris Evans is Boston's hometown hero. And I did a little poll for the Bostonians. I said, who is your hometown hero? Ben Affleck or Matt Damon? I grouped them together. Chris Evans, Mark Wahlberg, or Hilaria Baldwin, who I just threw in for good measure. (laughs) And Matt Damon and Ben Affleck won the poll by a landslide. And I just need to clarify for my Boston followers, I didn't realize that 
Chris Evans didn't grow up exactly in Boston. He grew up in Sudbury, which is a suburb. Yeah, which is like right outside of Boston. So I had someone write in and say, grew up in Lincoln, Sudbury, was about eight years behind Chris, but fully agree with this. So the Sudbury people, and I hope I'm saying that right, um, they do think that Chris is Boston's hometown hero. This person says... Lincoln Sudbury, I'm assuming that's the school, was obsessed with Chris, and our whole theater department was like a shrine to him. He'd come home frequently to visit his family in the early 2000s, and we'd see him at the local Natick Mall. Him and his family are super suburb normie. Like, I think his dad coached youth soccer when we were all younger. He's for sure a Sudbury hero, but not Boston. Just a star that loves Boston and Massachusetts. So I felt like I needed to make that distinction because I didn't realize that before I claimed Chris Evans as the... I love this distinction. You know, any chance to talk about Chris Evans? Wait, I was just going to say, aren't, don't you love Chris Evans? Do you still love him so, so much? I mean, I do, but it's so hard because I'm not getting enough content. That's why I posted. You posted those like high school or elementary school and these like bowl cuts uh, yearbook photos. And I was like, I needed this today. I feel like we never see him anymore because he's got his girlfriend. But we're going to get some press soon, right? Because he's got that movie coming out on Apple. With yes. Again. And he's in New York right now with Alba. I mean, yeah, like in my I don't know what the rumor is circulating or blah, 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 but like I just feel like they've been they've been engaged since last year. He would not do the People magazine, come out about his love life. Like, again, you want to talk PR game like that is all strategic to keep the crazies at an arm's length. You think so? Satisfy the beast, but still maintain his privacy. Yes. So you think that their relationship is PR? Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I think their relationship is real. I think he gave, he's normally very private, but he like gave the PR, the big uh, people sexiest man alive and blah, 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 to then, you know, double down and drop his relationship so that it's like, you know, he's given, he's giving us, he's breadcrumbing us a little bit and then he can still have his life. You know, I had heard People Magazine was pissed about that because he didn't disclose to them when he he was was in the relationship. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. And he did the photo shoot, did the article, was in the magazine. And then he was like, surprise, I'm in this relationship. And they were kind of like, why didn't you just tell us? Like, you were just on this, like, huge cover. Talking about what you look for in a relationship and you, like, want a relationship. Yes. Yes. (laughs) They were like, what the fuck? But... Whatever. I mean, you know, happy for him. He seems really happy. I, you know, I'm still in the. I'm devastated. I'm (laughs) still. I'm still in the camp that if they do get engaged or if they are currently engaged, I would not be surprised. I'm still in that camp. Same. Yeah. A thousand percent. I agree. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, somebody on TikTok asked. This is going back to Justin, Selena, and Haley. I promised the TikTokers I would ask my source this question. I don't like to go back on my promises. So here we are talking about this again. Somebody wants to know. <laughs> can you We're back. Can you ask the source if Justin is aware of all the shit going down on TikTok or has he been hidden from it? Now, to be perfectly honest, I was interested to hear this answer too. I was very curious if he 
if he knew what was going on. And my source said, now this is the same source who has been giving all of the information about Selena and Justin that I've posted on TikTok. They said he's aware, but via a filter. He's not watching it play out directly and not following it himself, but his team gives him summaries of what the buzz is and what's going on. But it's all heavily sanitized for the sake of his mental health. He doesn't want or need a play-by-play and every last nuance. They also definitely downplay shit so it doesn't cause him to spiral. That's fair. That's fair. And I think that's smart with, Justin based on his history and his mental health and how he's setting up healthy boundaries for himself yes I I think that's fair I agree Um, this is another question from TikTok that I said I would ask about this person on TikTok says ask your source if they have a prenup (laughs) Uh, my source says my understanding is that it's actually more of a postnup there wasn't anything in place before they went to city hall But in the many months between that and the big blowout celebration, documents were drawn up and signed detailing how much she gets in the event of a split. And as with many such arrangements, she gets more the longer they're together and if they have kids. Mm -hmm. She's incentivized for sure. Now, anyone listening to this, that's totally normal. That's not very normal. Yeah, that's not anything that is out of the ordinary for him to ask or for her to sign. It's very standard in that type of agreement to have those type of incentives. So, yes, in those terms. And the post-nup is actually becoming more and more um, common. Oh, really? Like even people that have been married for like a year or whatever, like there are certain people that I've heard like if they, you know, something takes off or blah, 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 like they might do that. Again, it's just like setting yourself up for protection, but you never know. Yeah, I think I would sign up. I would sign a prenup. I also like I know that people are like she's incentivized, but like I just am I crazy? Like, I feel like she is just like obsessed with him. Like, I don't think it's like an incentive to I think she would never leave him. I think and this is totally my opinion. Um, I agree with you, but I think that there's only so much anyone could take and I don't know how bad things got in their relationship and this has nothing to do with Selena this is this has to do with his issues um Mm -hmm. you know I don't I don't know if anyone's one person is fully equipped to handle that themselves that's fair Uh, he does seem to be doing a lot better but who knows what goes on behind closed doors so I did um so she uh was at launched road in Canada and I had some people that were there and somebody wrote me something um, about the two of them saying that. Can I read it? Is that OK? You could read it. I don't okay. I don't speak Haley's name, but you can you can. OK, read it. go ahead. They just said that uh, they chatted with Haley in the bathroom for 30 minutes talking about skincare and L.A. makeup brand she loves. Justin walked over, tapped this influencer on the shoulder and thanked her for coming she said they seemed very lovely, and at one point, Haley was across the room, and Justin just stared at her the whole time. They seemed VV low-key. That's nice. Interesting. Yeah, that sounds like they're very much in love. Let's hope. <laughs> I always have hope. <laughs> God, I'm going to get dragged. No, I know. Are you not getting it? I thought then that was... Selena and Zane. Oh, God. I'm like, whatever, guys. I can't keep up. I, have you? Well, oh, let me ask you. We brought that up earlier in the episode, but have you heard? Have you independently heard anything about that? No, I mean, I didn't even believe it until I saw the pictures because I was like, "What There's picture? No way. 
There was like a photo of them together. No, I think that wasn't them. Oh, really? Let me. Somebody DM'd it to me, but let me. Is it? Let me look. Is it really blurry and it looks like they're walking yes. up a pair of stairs in like Soho? Yeah. Um, it's their backs. Their backs are to the camera. It was like their sides. Okay, then maybe I haven't seen it, so I I apologize. Maybe it's a different picture. Oh my god, I'll I'll look and see if I can send it to you if it was actually them or not. Yeah, I mean I feel like the fans send me everything, so if there was a picture that you could clearly yeah, you see, like they would have sent it to me and and been like, look, see, like listen, like I'm not saying it's not true. I just don't know what to believe because I just I, I think it's very weird that nobody has a lick of information about this, like not one ounce. Yeah. I agree with that. It's odd that we haven't heard anything whatsoever. Right. Mm. Mm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So speaking of TV shows, I feel like we're talking about a lot of TV mm-hmm. shows today. Um, Adam Driver's name came up, which it often does uh, on the account yesterday in a Q&A. Uh, people are yeah. watching Girls. They're re-watching Girls. I think a whole generation that missed it when it originally aired yeah um so there's there's a big interest in girls um somebody brought up in the q a that something had happened between jemima and adam and i had never heard those rumors did you watch girls when it aired i watched it when it aired and toward the end it was like her character and his character like you know became closer let's say but like i didn't know in real life something happened between them that's the rumor? Yeah. Oh, that's fact. Well, it, well it, it was a rumor that I had never heard about. And somebody brought it up yesterday because, like I said, Girls is having a resurgence. So whenever that happens, yeah. people start looking into the cast. So somebody brought that up. In response to that, somebody wrote in saying that they know Jemima and that she would talk to them a lot about Adam at the time mm. when Girls was filming and not her husband. Because she's married, I believe, or she had a partner because she has kids. Yeah, Jemima. he's married too. But was he married when Girls was on? Because this is when. Yeah, he- he's been married forever. Oh. He was married in 2013. When did Girls come out? 2012. Oh. Yeah. So- okay. But like by the. That show was on for what, four years? Like he would have been married in 2013. So. Right. Okay. So this person says that. She would talk to them a lot about Adam and not her own husband, which is why Hmm. this person started to suspect that there was something going on between them. Interesting. Uh, Maybe I wonder if it was like an emotional affair. It could have been working with that person. Okay, and I don't know. And then this person also says, sorry, guys, this is I'm saying this, that it's so vague, but I have to omit you know, things that they said that will give away Mm -hmm. who they are. This person also says they dated somebody who did some work for Adam, who also confirmed that allegedly Adam did cheat on his wife with Jemima. Oh my God. Sorry. I left out a lot of the descriptors that would make more sense if I was able to read them, but I don't want to give this person's identity away. So, but I, I, what I'm sensing with you trying to withhold certain information is that you sort of strongly believe this despite it being alleged yes right yes okay yes Lex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, <you> one mind <laughs> okay oh, i mean took the I words out of my mouth <laughs> their chemistry was very very strong on the show so 
it wouldn't surprise me. I know I hated when they dated. I, I know. hated it. I know. And listen, I'm not the big biggest Lena Dunham fan, but there was something about her relationship with him on the show that I just loved watching. And then when her and it was best, like a betrayal. Oh my god, it's it was like, like Jemima's yeah, Emily. Yes. <laughs> oh, just the parallels. Oh my god. It was like Olivia, Harry and Emily. Yes, that's exactly what it reminded me of. A thousand percent. Oh my god. Oh, light bulb. I love it. Did we just blow each other's <laughs> minds? <Yeah. laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. So the last thing I want to talk know. about. Sorry, I'm like so raspy. I think it's my allergies. Do you get allergies? It's that time of year. year. Oh my yep. god. I'm oh, like yeah. Sorry guys. Um the last thing I want to talk about is Amy Poehler. Somebody asked about her mm-hmm. in the Q&A. I had said that I was on a Zoom with somebody recently who had glowing things to say about Amy, which is true. I was mm-hmm. on a Zoom with somebody who we were talking about something completely different and they just chimed in and said, oh, by the way, I just need to say Amy Poehler is an amazing person. I guess they had read some not so savory things about Amy on my account previously. Mm-hmm. So they just were, you know, justice for Amy, going to bat for Amy. So... I trust this person. I'm on a Zoom with them. I obviously know them. Um, that's my answer now, is that she's a lovely person. Somebody sent me an email, not a DM, an email, because mm-hmm. people love to hide behind emails and not just DM me directly, and accused <laughs> me, they accused me of being too soft on Amy Poehler. They also what? Acu- well, they also accused me of the whole, like, I get my information from publicists now. They accused me of that whole angle, which probably was the reason they sent in an anonymous email and not a DM. Because as I stated earlier in the episode, I will be blocking anyone who makes those ridiculous claims um, because it undermines my hard work and my arthritis that has now (laughs) developed figures but I now need um, surgery but just my wrist just to prove to them that you know I wasn't being easy on Amy that just happens to be the last piece of information I heard about her I I started to be curious like what had I posted about Amy in the past so I I looked up her name and I just wanted to read some messages that I received on Amy Poehler Mm -hmm. just in good faith to show that I'm not trying to To balance things out just be swayed by Amy Poehler's publicist um (laughs) somebody said sadly she was in front of me in the McDonald's line at Boston Logan Airport very early in the a.m. and the employees got her order wrong she flipped out and made a scene and the manager had to come speak with her they fixed the order and she stormed off to the lounge area. Disappointing since I loved her. So is Amy Poehler a Karen? Maybe. <laughs> I also look, here's the thing I will say. Maybe I'm getting too again, I might be being too soft. I think that it is harder for women and it is very easy for a woman to like express emotion. And people are like, she flipped out. Like, yes. You know what I mean? I would like to add that I just learned this after I posted a clip from an episode a couple weeks ago about Natasha Lyonne. I'm I'm dramatically reading these DMs, right? Like I'm trying yes. to be dramatic. I'm trying to make a bigger deal of it as than it is. Like I'm trying to make it like, you know, satire because it's like very trivial gossip and people take it very seriously. 
Exactly. You are a person, a personality now of the internet. Oh, God, please, You're God, no. You're performing for your people. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to make, I'm just trying to make the podcast more interesting. So I was dramatizing the Natasha Leone post to just like, you know, make it more interesting. Spice things yeah. Up. So just keep that in yeah. mind as I read these Amy Poehler submissions. But yes. I do agree that it is harder for women not to discount what you were just saying for sure. Yes. And again, when like if a manager, if this person actually saw a manager have to come out, that's not great. So she probably was a Karen at five o'clock in the morning at the airport. Yes. OK, well, but still well, here we go. Let, let's 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 read. Let's some see more. some more. This is, is there more evidence? <laughs> kind of. Um, <laughs> so maybe that person accusing me of being too soft and Amy Poehler was right. Um, Damn. No, I do think she's fine. But here we go. Let's just get into it quickly. Um, awkward Amy Poehler story. I was flying to L.A. from New York City for work and stopped at Dunkin' to get a coffee before boarding. I snapped a pic of the Dunkin' because I'm from Massachusetts and was jokingly sending the pic to a friend. The woman standing at the counter turned around and gave me the most annoyed look. It was Amy Poehler, and she thought I was taking a pic of her. In reality, I didn't even see her, and I was snapping a pic of the freaking Duncan. (laughs) (laughs) Not a good history with airports. No, not a good (laughs) history. Okay, here we go. Um, Somebody says, bah! Amy Poehler, oh, <laughs> Amy Poehler no. is the worst. <laughs> we were in Napa and walked out of a tasting room and she was right there. Told her we loved Parks and Rec and she stuck her hand in my face and super condescending said, not now, sweetie. For someone who promotes women's rights and equality, made my husband and I, and then she put in um, the emoji of the guy with the monocle. Oh my god! Okay, okay. These are not. These are not good. I, I, okay, wait. I here. might have to redact. Go. Here's Keep another going. one. More. Um, of course. For the Amy Poehler person, met her multiple times when I worked at a tanning salon in Los Angeles. She would always come in for a spray tan before any appearance. She's super nice and chill. We'd try to put her in the best room, but she'd go in the gross one, no problem, and laugh if we felt bad about it. Pleasant encounters. All right. So she can okay. handle a gross tanning room, which is more Maybe I Maybe she's a depends on what day you catch her kind of celeb. Yeah. Like she's like a human being. Yeah. Yeah. Um, here's here's a good one. Amy Poehler has baby soft hands. I met her at Ooh. a charity comedy event and was stunned from the handshake. Um, did that snowball into you asking about like yes. hand cream brands? No, okay. no, but it should have. No. But it did snowball into me posting about all the celebrities with nice Celebrity hands. hands. Yes. Yes. Um, OK, here's one at the Chateau Marmont. I always love a Chateau. Okay, great. Anon, please. But a few years ago, I was at Chateau Marmont with a friend and I saw Amy Poehler. I was a huge fan of her because I just read her book and was hesitant to bother her because she was at lunch with some people. So we waited until she was done and leaving and explained that we were huge fans. She just seemed really pissed that we were even talking to her. And my friend super politely asked her for a pic. And she was like, oh, thanks, but not right now. I get celebrities want privacy, but she was just acting really conceited and almost pissed that we were even talking to her. Then she muttered something like how disgusting of us to even ask her for a pic and just walks away. 
needless to say, I stopped watching anything she was in after that. Now, I have to say, like, this is going to be when people hear this, they're going to be like, why do people think that they have the right to go up to celebrities and talk to them? Fine. If that's your stance, that's fine. Um, That being said, that last sentence of how this very brief encounter has now turned this once fan off to Amy forever. I've I've heard that a lot of times to which I say, let's end the episode on this. Like if you're a celebrity and a fan approaches you and you're maybe not in the mood that day, just be nice. You don't have to take a picture. You don't have to talk to them, but just be nice because that one second encounter, that impression will last a lifetime. A thousand percent well said. Thank you. Couldn't agree more. Thank you. Um, And thanks for being here. It's been a blast. Thank you. I had so much fun. I know. Thank (laughs) you so much for being here. It went by too quick. When she said an hour 20, I was like, what? I know. We could talk forever. sir. I could literally go through this like the entire Sunday spot and give an opinion. Oh, my God. Well, please come on again soon. Tell everyone where they can find you. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for having me. Always so much fun. You can find me all over the internet at Lex Nico, L-E-X-N-I-K-O. And I also have a Royals podcast if people want to get their Royals fix. It's called Crown Jewels. It comes out every Thursday with Betches Media. So make sure you subscribe and listen to that if you are a Royals fan. And that's where you can find me. I love that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, We'll come back again soon. I'll see you soon. Bye. This has been a production of Cadence 13, an Odyssey studio. New episodes of Do You will air every Thursday. See you next week.